Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. Chris, good to have you on board here. It is good to be here, man. Uh, big big shoes to fill here. Well, that's true. Mike did wear size 14 sneakers. Oh, you stole that. my joke. That's literally <laughs> all I was going to say about him. <laughs> right down to the 14s, right? Yeah, 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 pretty close, yeah. Anyway, good to have you on board. And especially since you kind of came up with the idea for this week's podcast. Yeah, I was in uh, Audubon, New Jersey a couple weeks back teaching the uh, Getting Paid to Talk class. And um, I had a student who raised his hand in the middle of class and asked me, hey, um, can you talk about, you know, what happens when you're typecast? Hmm. And I didn't really have an answer for him because it doesn't really happen in our, yeah, in our field. Yeah, it doesn't seem to. That's the first time I've heard anybody ask about that. Yeah, and it was... It was, it was um, Focused particularly on a television actor, it was. Uh, he said, "He said, you know, the guy who played Elaine's boss on Seinfeld." And I said, "No, no. <laughs> I was never. I was never a Seinfeld guy." So automatically off the bat, I was like, "Sorry." Yeah, right, right. Um, but I said no, and and uh, you know, and I I was kind of like you know that doesn't really happen in our field, and uh, a lot of folks starting out I think would be really happy to have the opportunity to be typecast. You know, True. that was kind of my my other uh, side to that. Sure. Um, but it made me think. You know, I, I was like, you know, what? Uh, who, who is this guy? First of all, so I had mm-hmm. to Google you know, Elaine's boss on Seinfeld. <laughs> right. And then that brought me to John O'Hurley's IMDb page. Right, right. He's been around for quite a while. Great, great voice. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, when I grow up, I want to have his voice. Me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he, he did a lot before Seinfeld and has done a lot since then. And and as you um, are just about to point out, there's no way he's really been typecast as a voice actor. No. And the funny thing is, like, if you look at his IMDb page, the way that website works nowadays is uh, instead of showing everything that someone's done, there's highlights, right? And right. he's best known, actually. He wasn't typecast for Seinfeld. He was best known as Greg Bennett on General Hospital. There you go. Yeah. Which, uh, I'm obviously a big soap opera. Uh, <laughs> sure you are. Sure but, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then since then, um, uh, all sorts of animation, because once again, he's got that kind of voice. Yeah, tons. I mean, he's been uh, uh, a favorite of our former host, uh, Mike Spring, Dr. Doofenshmirtz on uh, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> there you go. Recurring roles in Scooby-Doo, Marvel superhero squad he plays king neptune on spongebob um family guy looney tune show mickey mouse works hey arnold look at the the lineup there just absolutely tons yeah. and tons of stuff and then video games too yeah he was the owner of the cow and corset bar in fable 2 for for the xbox 360 okay and then uh, back to tv he's done a lot of on-camera work as well you may remember him as host of family feud and he's been on all my children he even appeared on dancing with the stars not all that long ago so so look at all that this gentleman has done and uh and and yet there's there was a student in your class that thought he was typecast yeah well i mean it's the same thing too like i remember when i was a little kid and i was you know i all little kids love star wars right mm-hmm. you know? um and I, I remember asking my dad when i was a kid you know whatever happened to the guy who played luke skywalker and you know when i was a kid we didn't have the, the internet right I, I can actually say that i'm you know i remember that time so nobody knew um until i'm you know about 10 years old and i'm watching batman the animated series mm-hmm. on fox right and mark hamill is the joker sure on that yeah. and this guy also has gone on to have this incredibly you know wonderful illustrious voiceover career right uh, in in terms of you know what he's been able to do post 
typecasting, sure. if sure. you will. So I think what we're getting around to is that while your voice may lend itself to a particular type of project, it really doesn't mean that you necessarily have to be typecast in just that area. Mm-hmm. There, there are ways to keep that from happening. And a lot of times, um, it, it can be a, a good thing, as you pointed out. I mean, why not be known for the guy that does this, this, or, or this? Certainly. I mean, you know, John O'Hurley, like we were talking about a couple minutes ago, um, although he's known for these, you know, big roles on television, he's also been the voice for a number of things. In addition to all these characters, he does radio work for WBEN, KPXX, WARH. Uh, he's also the voice of Coors Light. Ah, there you go. And, and wasn't he on uh, the the some national dog show uh, not long ago? I think I saw him on that as well. The, the, the Purina, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, again, there you go. If if um, if you're worried about this sort of thing, first of all, don't be. Uh, and if it's something that uh, you're finding yourself in, all right. If you are finding yourself typecast a little bit, if your demo tends to kind of get you the same type of work, and you want to branch out a little bit, consider updating your demo track. Maybe reflect the type of work that you'd rather do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're going to change it throughout your career too. It's not a, you know, document carved in a stone tablet. Exactly, yeah. you know? um, you're you're going to update it with more work, you know, take a chance, try, try doing some, some, you know, different types of stuff. You know, that's one of the things that's really great about being a voice actor is nobody cares what you look like. They care how you sound. So if you find you're doing most of your work like this, you know, Try doing something a little different once in a while. <laughs> you know, like the, you can completely become a different person if you want to, which you can't really do with your face. And also, you know, review the list of people and businesses that you're marketing yourself to. Um, this could be limiting your work, you know, and, and how great would it be to all of a sudden go, you know what, I've only been looking at this stuff. Uh, let maybe start, you know, go out to some other kind of meeting with creative types in your in your area, you know, uh, you know, artist groups, video game developers, they're, they're people are, are always doing these things all over the place. And you can, you know, meet up with them and, and see, hey, what other doors can you open? Yeah, look into um, uh, uh, film groups in your area. A lot of times there are independent film groups that get together regularly and, and discuss projects and help with projects. And I've gotten some work from folks like that, and it's a little off the beaten path sometimes. Yeah. Also, remember, typecasting doesn't have to be a four-letter word. In fact, I think it's 11 if I counted right. Um, getting regular work in one niche doesn't uh, limit you. It doesn't have to limit you anyway. The more work you do, the better your chances to expand in, in other areas. All right. Think about it that way. Did you actually do that on the spot? Did you know that that was 11 letters? Because I'm really impressed. I counted that as you were talking. <laughs> I counted ahead of time before I got in here. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> uh, it's okay. The first time I looked at it, I said, what is that, eight? <laughs> you know, so that's how far off I was. Right. I, I was like, it's at least three letters. So, math was never a strong suit of mine. So, so yeah, I really want to thank that gentleman from Audubon, New Jersey for that question, because uh, although I didn't have a, a snappy answer for it right there, because I'm not a Seinfeld guy, um, it's really provoked a lot of really good discussion here around the studio. And I think one of the beautiful things that, that we've kind of all really, you know, one of the things that's resonated with all of us is typecasting doesn't really happen in the voiceover field because nobody cares what you look like. It's just your voice. It's just a sound that you're creating. So, there you go. so I think that's, that's really awesome. And, and, you know, um, Again, remember, you know, you, you you may be doing a lot of one thing, but that doesn't mean that you have to. You know, look, if, if you find that you're having that problem of having too much work, first off, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> um, second, you know, uh, look for something else. Branch out. Try, try something different that you haven't really spent a lot of time doing. 
All right, Chris, good stuff. As with most things in life, there is a right way and a wrong way to do things. And when it comes to voice acting, here's the right way to start your education. Voice Coaches offers a single evening adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk. We present this class at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada. And there's a chance we'll be offering a class near you soon. Indeed. The week of April 21st, you're in luck if you're in Bel Air, Frederick, Rockville, or Baltimore, Maryland, Newtown Square, or Collegeville, PA, or Millstone Township, New Jersey. Watch for us as well in Rockland, Cortland, and Scotia, New York, and Naugatuck and Falls Village, Connecticut. If you're not in any of those areas, call us to find out when we'll be near you, 866-887-2834. Or email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, where we absolutely love to get your comments, questions, and topic suggestions for this weekly podcast. Absolutely. And um, um, that, that's one of uh, my favorite words from all time, absolutely. I, I was going to say, the torch has now been the passed. The torch has been passed, and I have to say it at least once or twice. I've, it's been a deliberate thing for me not to take that. I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to uh, you know, completely... Uh, well, you, you, you did okay as co-host first time through, Chris. We might even invite you back. What do you think? Absolutely. All right. Good deal. Thanks a lot. And join us again next week for another edition of Voice Coaches Radio. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Chris, good to have you on board here. It is good to be here, man. Uh, big, big shoes to fill here. Well, you know, um, um, you know, it's yeah, yeah. How do I, how do I follow that up? Yeah, yeah. I um. I was in uh, Audubon, New Jersey, a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. and uh, I was teaching our getting paid to class. Paid oh, to class talk, yeah. Can we just start over from <laughs> the complete top? <laughs> so yeah, I, I really want to thank that guy in uh, in Audubon, New Jersey, for that question because it's really provoked a, a lot of discussion uh, with us here in the studio, and uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You like that? <laughs> you, you, it I not good. only hit it with my finger, but my ring. <laughs> you, I mean, I really went all the way. Your reaction this time. was so precious, though. It looked like you'd been electrocuted by that music stand. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. That's all right. I'm going to get rid of all this extra paper. It's like I always say four hands are better than two. For some reason, I was hearing that as foreheads. <laughs> four heads are better than two? A two, <clears throat> a two head would be like just your eyebrows being your. You know, your scalp line. <laughs> okay. Foreheads. Foreheads are better than eight. There you go. It's like, uh, you know, your Bond. Wasn't there a Bond villain who had a really tall head? Or am I thinking of Dick Tracy? A Bond villain. Well, yeah, well, there was a Dick Tracy that. Uh... Is it Babyface? Well, Babyface's face was just in the middle of this giant head. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was another one that, well, there was Two Face. That was Batman. No, that's Batman. You're right. You're yeah. right. But all the Batman ones apparently are based on Dick Tracy ones, which I didn't know this well, until I recently. I didn't either. Yeah. yeah.